0: New team member Danny Gox and I go back a few decades as newspaper colleagues on The Herald and The Sun here in Melbourne. Danny is now travel editor on the Australian Jewish News. And now that more of us are venturing overseas post-pandemic, he decided to update us on the latest threats to your health while travelling. He's talking about the medications to carry and the vaccinations you need with Dr Jonathan Cohen, medical director of The Travel Clinic. Many Australians who travel overseas face the risk of illness ranging from a bad of gastro to hepatitis or malaria. The good news is that most illnesses can be prevented with the proper medication and vaccinations. What's your advice to anyone planning to travel overseas?
1: We usually advise travellers to consult with a doctor who's well-versed in travel health, usually at a dedicated travel clinic where there's access to current information, uh, people well-versed in the areas to be visited, and on-site vaccinations, malaria tablets, and relevant medications. People can get unwell from infectious disease or non-infectious disease. So infections can result from exposure to contaminated food or water, or to exposure to mosquitoes or other insect bites, or even aerosol droplets in the air. While most people tend to focus on infectious disease, it's important to think about things like motion sickness, mountain or altitude sickness, uh, prevention of DVTs, deep vein thromboses) and jet lag. The person's general health and fitness to travel is very important, and there are also special considerations for some higher at-risk groups, such as people who are pregnant, the very young, the very old, people with chronic disease, or who are immune suppressed. It's also important to think about the each individual's needs for the specific circumstances. So, for example, a businessman spending three days in a hotel will likely not need the same advice or recommendations as for a traveller going bush for three weeks.
0: Is malaria still one of the most serious illnesses facing travellers heading overseas?
1: Yes, malaria remains one of the world's major diseases, despite significant gains reducing the risk in some countries. Many travellers put themselves at risk unknowingly, According to the WHO, the World Health Organization, 90 countries reported more than 200 million infections and over 400,000 deaths in 2018. They're the most recent figures that we have. The majority of these deaths and disease were in children. In Australia, we get an average of seven to 800 cases of malaria each year, all from return travellers.
0: Is there a vaccination to prevent catching malaria? Or do you need to take a course of tablets?
1: There are some experimental vaccines for the prevention of malaria in development. They're still experimental. The prevention of malaria rests on two things uh, avoidance of mosquito bites and medications. The avoidance of mosquito bites rests on protective clothing, using nets, physical barriers, appropriate insect repellents. And this is to all areas with all insect borne disease, not just. Um, malaria. And preventive or prophylactic medications are used for moderate to high risk areas, and there's quite a few options for those.
0: People who are planning to travel for the first time since the COVID lockdowns should check that their vaccinations are not out of date.
1: Does this apply to all vaccinations? Vaccinations can be thought of as um, being divided into three main groups, routine, recommended, and required. The routine, the first group, the routine vaccines, are the ones that are advised for all Australians, depending on their age, and that's just even for Australia. So routine childhood and adolescent vaccines, annual flu, COVID, tetanus, etc. The second group, the recommended vaccines, depend on the specific areas that people will be going to. So things like uh, hepatitis A, typhoid, Japanese encephalitis, rabies, cholera, tick-borne encephalitis, and BCG for tuberculosis. That would be recommended depending on the person and their type of trip. And the third group are the legally required vaccines. So they're mainly things like yellow fever for tropical South America, sub-Saharan Africa, um, and in some countries, meningitis and polio vaccination is a requirement. So the validity of cover from the vaccine depends on the person's immunity if they've had previous vaccinations or if they've had the illness, or if you can demonstrate antibodies uh, with a blood test, and also the length of the time the vaccine provides immunity.
0: If travellers are going off the beaten track, say on safari in Africa, what extra precautions should they take?
1: The the biggest um, thing to think about is protection against the elements. So people get all excited about rare diseases, um, but sunburn can be quite debilitating. Dehydration, very common um, when going off the beaten track and especially the case with older travellers. Um, altitude, high altitude can cause problems to a percentage of people and, of course, um, injury. If you get an injury while you're right off the beaten track, um, you've got to have some emergency medicines with you or even dressings, which can sometimes save a life. For organised safaris, mosquito bite prevention with appropriate clothing, sprays and accommodation is important.
0: Is it best to get advice from a travel doctor well before departure date, especially as some vaccinations require a course of treatment over
1: several weeks? Yes, it's important to um, see someone well before you, you go overseas. We generally recommend six to eight weeks in case you need a course. But any vaccination... Um, even given the day before travel or even on the way to the airport, offers more cover than not having any vaccine. Um, It's best to plan ahead and see your travel doctor well before traveling. Do you advise everyone to get a flu vaccination before traveling overseas? So the current Australian immunization guidelines recommend that all Australians over the age of six months have a flu vaccine for here in Australia. Vaccine significantly decrease risk of disease, but also, in the case of flu, if enough people get done, the rest of the population are covered. Flu is by far the most common vaccine-preventable disease in travellers. Getting proper medical advice before travelling is important,
0: as coming down with an illness while overseas can ruin your trip.
1: The benefits of vaccination hugely outweigh the very uncommon side effects of vaccines. Being unwell overseas certainly can spoil the trip for everyone and result in significant expense and inconvenience, can have serious short and long-term consequences. Thanks, Dr. Jonathan
0: Cohen, for talking to Travel Riders Radio. For more information about Travel Clinics Australia, which is a national association of GP-based travel clinics, go online to travelclinic.com.au. Danny Gox speaking there with Dr. Jonathan Cohen of the Travel Clinic.